Hey everyone, welcome to Rebranded. I'm Brandy, and I am going to uncover the hard truths behind becoming the happiest version of yourself. I'm talking everything from marriage to divorce, motherhood, dating, relationships, mental health, setting boundaries, and so much more. My goal with this is to help you, my listeners, feel welcomed and know you're not alone when it comes to having to make the hard decisions in life to simply be happy. Some of you have been following along with me since the very beginning on social media, and some of you may be brand new. So welcome. My name is Brandy. I'm 30 years old. I'm from upstate New York. I'm a mom of two amazing little boys, and I have been through a lot, I feel like, in my whole life. But I am here to just share a little bit of my story eventually with you guys and just kind of dish out some advice and some tips that I wish I had when I was going through hard situations and just share some funny stories from dating and things like that. And I'm just so ready and excited to start this podcast. I am an open book and I love sharing my advice because I was once the person on the other side of the screen, on the other side of the headphones, listening and trying to find help and any and all advice on basically on how I was going to leave my marriage, how I was going to be a single mom after a decade of, you know, spending my life as being a conditioned, codependent military wife. I've had to unlearn, relearn, and navigate so much after leaving a narcissistic alcoholic nearly three years ago. The biggest thing I had to do while I was weighing my options when I first had thoughts of divorce was that I basically had to choose my hard. Of course, I knew it was going to be hard telling people, you know, like my family, my friends, social media about my divorce. But I also had to remind myself and think about whether it was harder to have those conversations Or was it harder to live my life in regret and constant wonder of what things would be like if I just made a decision to leave or to constantly wonder what if I had left and I never did and regret the rest of my life? I knew it would be hard being a mom of two on my own, but in reality, I'd already been doing most of it all alone. I used to consider myself a single wife because a lot of the times it was just me and my kids um, and I was... I was practically already being a single mom. You know, a lot of times with divorce, they say, you know, stay together for the kids. But when I was contemplating that, a lot of people actually reached out to me and said, no, don't stay together for the kids. Because a lot of people my age, their parents stayed together for them. And they honestly had wished that their parents would have divorced. So they didn't have to grow up within the trauma of an unhappy life, an unhappy home life watching two people who didn't want to be together in a toxic relationship, you know, force themselves to do it just for the kids. Um, I like to say that I actually, I did get a divorce for my kids because they deserve a happy mom and I deserve to be happy. They deserve to be happy and everyone, you know, just should be happy. I knew it would be hard having difficult conversations, like I said, um, with family, but it also, it was really hard to bring up the divorce to my ex-husband. Um, it was pretty, pretty difficult conversations were had. A lot of things, you know, I had been, I'd already been begging for change for years and years, but when you have kids, I feel like a lot of things get swept under the rug after a while because you kind of feel stuck because 
society tells you if you are married and you have kids and you need to work on that, you need to stick with that. And unfortunately, I didn't, but I had been begging for change for so long that I feel like it kind of just, it was, it was a constant cycle. Because if you're with a narcissist or you're with someone who constantly says they'll change or change their habits or what they're doing, they make you happy for a little while and then something else happens. And then it's it's literally a spiral and a constant cycle like that. And if you know how that goes, you know how difficult it is to break that cycle yourself and you know really truly get out of that. So when I was really thinking and contemplating a lot about leaving or thinking about whether I should stay, I was just, you know, I was constantly wondering, like, what am I going to do? Am I going to allow myself to live the rest of my life for everybody else? I was so scared to share on social media anything about my divorce because I had painted such a beautiful picture of my family and shared so much about, you know, all the good things. Because, of course, everybody's social media is a highlight reel. We all know that. We all know there are amazing people out there who have great relationships, but there's also people out there who post that they have great relationships, but the home life is just not how it looks on social media. So I was really nervous to, you know, share that with everybody. Um, But in the back of my mind, I was also thinking, I'm like, am I really going to let myself be 80 years old sitting down telling my own grandkids how happy I was and how you know, fulfilled my life was living the way that I I had been living. Because looking at it, I was like, absolutely fucking not. I can honestly say right now, if I was to tell somebody that I was, you know, happy, it would be a flat out lie. And that really kind of, that really kind of made me, you know, make the final decision truly, because I was like, I can't let my kids grow up seeing this relationship and think that it's okay to treat their future wives this way or to act in certain ways and think it's okay. I cannot look, I cannot be, like I said, 80 years old in nursing home telling my grandkids, Hey guys, I'm so happy. I stayed with your grandpa. I had the best life, whatever. Like, (laughs) I don't know why I'm talking in this other accent, but when you're 80, I guess maybe things just happen. But I could not do that. And it drove me insane because I I knew what I had to do and I had to leave. But it was such, it's not an easy thing, as many of you as many as you know. So I basically again I had to choose my heart. I had to choose the hard decision that would ultimately lead me to a better and more fulfilled, happy life. When I was weighing pros and cons of divorce, it truly kind of became clear to me just how capable I was being alone. It also became clear on how unhappy I was. I would, I, I would go back and reread old journal entries from years prior. And I was kind of almost upset at myself for not leaving sooner. I'd threatened leaving many times. I used to, I can say all the time, I'm so done. I'm so done with you. I literally, nothing's changing. Like, like I'm so done. In the back of my mind, I'm like, Brandy, what are you done with? Because you're not leaving. Where the fuck are you going to go? Where are you going to go? What are you going to do? I was so groomed into thinking I wasn't capable into doing anything on my own. So I stayed. I stayed through so much bullshit. 
looking back, I'm so angry at myself for letting, like, I feel sorry for the woman that I was, like, allowing certain things to happen. And eventually with this podcast, I'll go into more details of, like, more stories on specific happenings and topics and things like that. Um, But right now, I'm just kind of giving, like, the runaround of things um, just to kind of, you know, branch into you ultimately choosing the hard fucking decision. Like, you have to choose your hard. I'm just glad that I did, you know, I took a chance and I chose a really fucking hard decision. I was so scared to take, you know, I was so scared to choose my hard. I was shockingly welcomed with so much love and so much support when I actually, you know, kind of started finally announcing how we were taking a break or then we were separated and like how I actually was leaving the marriage. It was, it's kind of crazy because you don't know how people are going to react, but it was so, it was nice because so many other people had, you know, come to me saying, oh, I felt this way for years. You're so strong for actually going through with this. You, you're so strong for, you know, going after what you deserve. And just, it's, it's just crazy how scary something can be. But when you just choose to go fucking do it, how rewarding it, it actually will and can be for you. Um, a lot of things that helped me make that hard decision to ultimately leave um, was journaling, basically getting all of my thoughts out of my head onto paper, visually seeing those thoughts, rereading them, highlighting them, reading them out loud, just anything to, you know, just hear my own thoughts in like the third person and just realize, you know, wow, these are not healthy thoughts. These, This is not a healthy relationship, things like that. I also read a lot of personal development books. Um, I had already been reading personal development books because of the company that I was partnered with. Uh, One of our like tasks was basically to read personal development for our business. Um, But a lot of it did tie into personal lives, personal relationships. One book in particular was Untamed by Glennon Doyle. That book was absolutely life-changing. It's so inspiring and it she she goes into depth so much on how important it is to choose yourself and to choose your happiness and to basically say fuck everybody else's views on your life. You have to make the ultimate choices for yourself if you want to be happy. A quote from her book says, when a woman finally learns that pleasing the world is impossible, she becomes free to learn how to please herself. And that just ties back into you know, fuck what everybody else thinks of you. Fuck it. It's your life. You have to live with yourself every day. You have to live with the people that you surround yourself with. If those people are ultimately not supportive of you, those are not your people anyways. If those people are going to show up for you and support you no matter what hard decision you make in your life, Because honestly, me leaving my ex-husband affected nobody else's fucking life in retrospect. It was my, it was me and him and our kids. So for other people to have bad opinions about that, it, it truly doesn't matter. It didn't matter. They were not the ones living my life every single day. Another thing that I turned to was just looking up podcasts. There was a lot of podcasts, not really actually a lot, so... 
<laughs> I take that back. There was a few podcasts on divorce and separation with kids and things like that that I listened to, kind of took notes, things like that. I also listen to a lot of music. Music is one of the greatest forms of therapy, I feel like. And it helps release so many emotions, whether it's happy music, sad music, anything. Um, eventually, I did find a therapist after about a year of avoiding facing my demons. Um, I would just keep myself so busy and overstimulated so I would not think about my life. Um, I would go on dates. I would make plans with friends. I would literally just go do anything to avoid being alone, being alone with my thoughts um, and things like that. I did have to learn to be alone. And that was one of probably the hardest things, especially when I, I lost time with my kids because they were with their dad. That is soul crushing at first. I mean, it's still very hard for that, for them to not be with me all the time. Um, but I think it is absolutely healthy to have time to yourself so that you can relearn who you are, what you like to do, things like that. I would take myself on dates. I would go out to breakfast or coffee or even to dinner by myself. And as awkward as it is, at first, it gets better. Trust me. I even took myself on a vacation to the beach. I went to the bars by myself. I mean, I didn't go out, but like I would go to lunch at the bar and just sit at the bar and watch the TV or be on my phone. And surprise, like people will talk to you if you're by yourself. The bartender, you will have conversation. You can meet amazing people. If you get yourself out there, just put yourself out there. It's fucking awkward and weird, but the more you do it, the more comfortable you become doing it. And it's just, it's healthy to just not sit at home all the time. Um, I did have to learn, like I said, to be okay with being alone though. Um, so once I did buy my house, I kind of forced myself to just be home and figure out hobbies that I like to do. I started reading again. I've been reading so much. I started working out. I started, you know, doing things around my house to make it my own. And again, I started therapy and that that truly, truly helped. Um, again, I just hung out with myself. I still made plans with my friends because it is healthy to do that as well. But I dated myself for a while and it, I feel like that is very crucial to do. Um, I feel like it's very important to feel all your feelings as well. Um, so if I was going through like heartbreak from dating or whatever, I, I would cry it out, scream it out, laugh it out. Like it's so important to let those emotions out because if you're harboring everything inside your body, it's just going to constantly eat at you. And I feel like you just, it's just something that you need to do, whether it's in the shower, whether it's in your room or outside or on a walk or whatever, just you know, get those feelings out. Don't be embarrassed. I really hope you guys subscribe. I hope you share this with everybody that you know, especially anybody that you think might actually need to hear some of the things that I'm going to talk about. Um, if they need to hear some of these hard truths that I'm going to go over, you know, through each episode. I, I plan to release an episode every Thursday. I want to give you all a little glimpse into what's gone on in my life from the good to the bad and just share stories because I swear sometimes my life is a fucking movie and just some of the things that have happened since being single or dating and it's just 
It's all been crazy. Real quick, though, I did post a Q&A box on my story a few weeks ago for you guys to ask anonymous questions. So right now, I'm actually going to dive into those and just answer a few um, that kind of related to today's topic, basically, of, you know, choosing the hard things and how to get through them. Okay, so the first question was, how did you cope losing parenting time with your kids? So like I had said a few minutes ago, this was really one of the hardest things probably about divorce as a whole. I had typically been with my kids 24-7. When I left their dad, we were actually living out of state. He would come home once a month to visit, but it was just me and my kids. I mean, I was used to that. He's in the military, so I'd always kind of just been the default parent for the kids. Um, so not knowing what they were doing, who were they like being surrounded by, where they were going, it ate me alive. I lived in an apartment and I remember just like, I would, I would just crawl in a hole. I would lay in bed all weekend when they were with their dad. I would, I would just numb out. I just fucking forget about what I was doing in life. Um, it was really hard. You know, sometimes I remember I remember very distinctively dancing around. I think I maybe finished a workout or I was just like putting things together in my apartment and I was dancing around and literally like it fucking hit me like a wall out of nowhere. I just dropped to the ground and started bawling because it's it's fucking hard. It's hard to not have your babies with you all the time when that's something that you're used to, especially as a mother. Um, especially when you know when they're with the other parent that things are not always safe and that they're not always surrounded by the best fucking people and that alcohol is usually 99% always in the equation. So it's, it's very, it's very difficult. Um, how did I cope with that? At first I numbed it all out. I, I did not do it healthily, but Eventually, like I said, I started dating myself. When I didn't have my kids, I focused on relearning who I was as a as an individual, as me, as Brandy, instead of just as mommy or as a wife or whatever. Um, I would go snowboarding. I would go hiking. I would, you know, go on dates. I would, I don't know, I would just, I would make it, I would make plans that were healthy plans, I guess. Um go see good friends, take myself to the movies, things like that. Um, but it definitely definitely is very difficult. Um, if you're so if you're struggling with that or trying to find something to like occupy your mind, you can always reach out to me on my social media platforms. Um, mainly Instagram at Brandy Mark, but I'm always like I said, I'm an open book and I'm always willing to talk to you guys one on one as well um, to give you guys like more advice. Okay, so the next question, it says, once you decided to split, how did you determine what your next steps were, especially if all you've known was that relationship in your life? So I didn't know what the fuck I was doing at all. At all. I don't think anybody going into that situation really knows. That's why I was eager to find, like, a freaking guidebook, like, how to leave your marriage or how to start a divorce like that that kind of stuff I feel like is not really out there because it's so taboo to like get a divorce even though I feel like since the pandemic so many people are getting divorced um but in a good way I guess because honestly if you're not happy and 
the other person's not happy, why fucking live the rest of your, your life miserable because of a legal bind to someone? Like, no. Basically, what we did was we found a lawyer. We went through mediation. We did it really, I guess, kind of quickly. Uh, so we had Zoom meetings because COVID and he was out of state. Um, we kind of, we basically agreed on a lot of the things. Our lawyer was super knowledgeable on helping us figure everything out. The divorce process lasted about a year. Um, but all I can say, I guess, is just make sure you find a good lawyer, someone who's actually like going to get shit done. But yeah, I don't know. It's, it's not easy to get divorced. I'll tell you that. So the next question is, how is co-parenting? I don't know if you could tell, but I said that with a slight smile because co-parenting is a bitch. Co-parenting, it has its days. Some days it's great. It's easy. You know, my ex and I, we just basically communicate whenever it's just involving the children, whether it's schedules, school, things like that, sports, um, potty training, all just the normal kid stuff. But... I'll tell you right now, it's not easy. It's really not. Because when you choose to leave a marriage and you have kids, picture breaking up with someone but having to see them at least once a week. Like, it sucks. It fucking sucks. Like, you're leaving a person to get them out of your life to, you know, ultimately not have to deal with them. But when you have kids with someone, you still have to deal with them. I don't know. I don't know. I'll I'll go into more more stories and details further along in the podcast. Okay, so one more question I'll answer. It says, things haven't been great with my significant other. Was it difficult for you decide for you to decide to end your relationship and start over with kids involved? Absolutely. Hardest decision ever. But ultimately, you have to make that hard decision. Like this whole episode was about choosing your hard. Like you have to fucking choose what hard do you want to live each day? Do you want to come home to an unhappy house? Do you want to fucking live with someone that you despise or that you resent? Do you want to live full of anxiety, constantly wondering and constantly thinking about how life would be if you just left? Is that really how you want to live the rest of your life? Or do you want to make the hard fucking decision to actually leave and do something about it and come out 100,000 times percent better on the other side? Because guaranteed that's what's going to happen. If you ask anybody who left a horrible relationship how they're doing now, guaranteed they don't regret leaving. Especially, it's especially hard with kids. Because like I already talked about, like people stay together for the kids. No, I didn't want to stay together for the kids because I did not want them ever repeating history. That was a big thing. For me, I don't want to repeat my family history. I don't want them to repeat their father's family history with things, with relationships. So that's one thing that I was very kind of like persistent on, on how I didn't want them to ever think that that's how they should be in their own marriages. Um, there is another quote by Glennon Doyle that I do want to read right now because it it really fucking strikes you, especially when the kids are involved. It says, there is no greater burden on a child than an unlived life of a parent. If you're living your life in hell and your kids see that, they're not, they're not going to respect that, honestly. If you 
are making hard decisions and showing them that it's okay to make hard decisions in life, they'll respect that. They'll themselves make those hard decisions easily and realize just how great life can fucking be when they're making, you know, selfless decisions in life so they can have a happy life. Like, they're not going to settle, I feel like. If they're they're watching you make those big fucking moves, they're not going to settle. They're going to be like, I'm going to be like my fucking mom. She's strong as hell. She makes those hard decisions. Who fucking cares what other people think? You know what I mean? So live your life for yourself. And your kids will appreciate that. So I really hope that you can take something away from this week's episode. I'm so excited to keep making more. I'm so excited to share stories. I hope that you guys can laugh with me, cry with me, wonder what the fuck I was thinking with me, and just enjoy the rest of this podcast with me. I, Like I said, I plan to drop new episodes once a week, probably every Thursday. So stay tuned. Please subscribe. Please share this with everybody that you know. And I hope you have a great rest of your day. Thank you.